Yes. Here we go. This is it. This is the podcast. This is the start of the podcast. This is how we start the podcast. Well, unfortunately, I don't have a wonderful can. Don't I, worry. I have multiple objects of uh, refreshment and um, sustenance. Don't worry, I've, I've come prepared. Welcome to... Uh, 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 well, well that, that fell down It did, I stumbled over my words. Um, and uh, welcome to the... Uh, uh, OWI podcast. Are you going to do it seriously or shall I do it? Well, I feel it's fitting the, the falling down the stairs bit. Uh, Welcome to the IWO <laughs> podcast, the best wrestling podcast in this kitchen. Ishiba! We're not in the kitchen though, we're in the. What is the dining room? Well, it's also in the kitchen, so I thought maybe. But, but the kitchen's there. Well, it's the same room, there's no separate wall. Well, originally, there was. Wow, that is fascinating. So, um, <laughs> we are a week removed from WrestleMania. If you uh, want to hear... I am still the champion. Because we, we drew. <laughs> you haven't given me a name. No, because I didn't win. Oh, because so we, oh, we drew. Okay. I, I keep the championship. It's championships advantage. Yeah. But I didn't win. So... Yeah. I can't give you a name, so we, we're just recent James this week. If you want to hear our opinions on, oh, excuse me, on WrestleMania, there is a separate podcast available for all of that. Yeah, yeah, short, short, goodoosh. Yeah, that was very good. I haven't. You know what? It's actually one of the ones I haven't listened back to yet. Well, but I will, like everyone else will who listens to this, because they bloody love the IWO uh, podcast. They, they bloody love it. Bloody all those viewers it, from mate. Saudi Arabia. Well, only the one. We only have one viewer now. I all... thought we had five. No, no, no. It's one, only one. This is disgusting. Uh, we must so regain the viewers from Saudi Arabia. I'll do some very targeted marketing yes, then. Yes. The Saudi Arabian public. Um, so before we get into Royal Smackdown, let's hit up the news. Uh, the biggest news from this week is the revival have finally been released. It feels like this story has been going on for... Uh, years. Five years now. Are they gonna go? Are they gonna stay? Where are they gonna go? At, the, at this point, like when, it, it wasn't surprising. When the news was announced at this point, I was like, "Well, yeah." Yeah. <laughs> so they've been released. They've got their. Ni- I, th- I think WWE had really reached that conclusion where they just yeah. went, "Yeah." They're not where they're <laughs> I mean, they're they're a great bunch of guys, and. Yeah, they could have done better with them, but they're multiple-time tag champions. They've had some really good matches, uh, and we'll see them in AEW in, yeah. in 90 days, after their no-compete is up. Well, you say 90 days, but AEW may not even be on the air by... Good uh... point. <laughs> I mean, if I was in charge of AEW, I would lay off the Revival's debut until crowds were back. Yeah. Cause I, I think so. that's what they might do. That's what I would do. Um, so that's the big news. Covered that. Uh, second piece of news: Goldberg's a bit of a cunt, isn't he? Well, we've both seen this news now, and yeah. uh, so the oh. news was: cast your mind back to Super Showdown, yeah. Goldberg versus the Fiend. Uh, it seems a long time ago now, but believe me, it happened. Um, it did. Initially, the plan was for the Fiends to beat Goldberg, but Goldberg used his creative control in order to have himself win. When you say creative control, it was more brute force. Uh, well, I I won't have this match. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> he said he believes that he's a superhero 
And if he was beaten by the fiend, all the kids would no longer believe that Goldberg is a superhero. Yeah. Uh, Goldberg, who wrestles once every few years. Yeah. Like like a good superhero. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, all the kids, they love Goldberg. Whenever Goldberg comes back, it's not the old men with nostalgia who watch the show. No, it's all the kids who, yeah. who go, wow, he's a superhero. Anyway, Goldberg won that match, and now uh, he lost to Braun Strowman, and apparently he is done. So, what a lovely superhero. Oh, yes, you wonderful. Know, my favourite edition of a Superman comic book is the one where he goes, oh, don't worry, kids, I'm here to say today, actually, no, I can't be asked. I'm leaving. <laughs> well, I mean, you could tell in the WrestleMania match. Like, yeah. Braun was going full out because fucking WrestleMania moment for uh-huh. him. And brought, um, uh, Goldberg... Looked a bit sad <laughs> so, and depressed. Um, I have two points on this. Well, my, my my opinion on this is Goldberg's a dick, and he shouldn't be using his creative control like that. Um, he isn't a superhero. He's an old man. Yeah. And what's your opinion on this? Well, one of mine is that he really just doesn't get it, does he? No. He just he doesn't get why the fans like. Uh, Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. and you can just tell that he doesn't really know much about what's going on at the moment no uh, my he doesn't s- watch the show no uh, my second opinion uh, is is <laughs> very ironic that he said that well I, my character is a superhero I don't want to be uh, destroyed by a monster WrestleMania was destroyed by a monster. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> Goldberg, though, is he? Sh- I like. In a way, I feel like I. I. He he shouldn't. He just shouldn't be there. <laughs> at all <laughs> at that point he, he, he just Look, I don't doesn't mind get him it. being there yeah. and I think having I'm, Goldberg's matches are fun and yeah. interesting because they're so hard hitting and fast paced yeah. but he should not be a world champion in 2020 no that should never ever have happened or in major storylines well I don't even mind him in major storylines like I think a match between him and Roman I would be interested in as See, long as it wasn't title related I would only be fine now with Goldberg coming back for like the stuff he did with Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, because it was just entertaining. Yeah, because well, it was. <laughs> I mean, Goldberg is lucky that there was no crowds on this build-up WrestleMania because he yeah, would have they... been booed out of every arena around I, all of the I re- world. I reckon it would been worse than Roman vs. Brock. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if it was, um, say, if in the alternative reality where there is no coronavirus, yeah. if they had put Goldberg and Roman Reigns as the main event of WrestleMania, they would have had the worst response in the history of WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Second to the last time Goldberg had a WrestleMania match, then decided to leave the next day at WrestleMania 20 when he faced Brock Lesnar, and that match <laughs> ended with Brock Lesnar giving the crowd two middle fingers. <laughs> But that's the like we watched that video again, and it's just so showing how much Brock actually cares 
mm-hmm. how much Goldberg doesn't give a shit. You see, <laughs> we watched the Stone Cold session with Goldberg because it was on the network mm. uh, feed just before WrestleMania Day 1. And what always comes across in every single interview with Goldberg ever is he doesn't like wrestling. He never has. No. He wanted to be a football player. He couldn't do it. He accidentally fell into wrestling. They pushed him because he was a big guy. He got over a uh, fair play to him. He's never been able to have a good wrestling match or a long wrestling match. Um, he's well, the you world's... say a long wrestling match. He has had a long wrestling match. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> he's the world's most sensitive man. And if people upset him, he'll just go off in a mood. He's also a fucking moron. Yeah. Have you ever seen the match he had with William Regal on WCW? Oh, no, no. There's, he had a match with William Regal where there's two sides to the story. William Regal says, and I believe him because he has no reason to lie, William Regal says that he was told to go out and have this match with Goldberg and make it look different to every other wrestling match Goldberg has had. Yeah. He, William Regal was told to go out there and wrestle Goldberg. Yeah. Like William Regal does, traditional wrestling style. Goldberg says that uh, William Regal on purpose made him look bad because William Regal wrestled him and took him down and tackled him and moved him around the <laughs> ring like only William Regal can. Mm. So well, It's just William Regal, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so it's just, he's a bitch and not William Regal, Goldberg. No, no. I don't like him. <laughs> I never really have. <laughs> and it's like, if he leaves, I don't care. To be honest, uh, I I don't think the the kids that he panders to even really know who he is. <laughs> no, he's not a superhero. No, <laughs> he's not a superhero. I can't believe he thinks he's a superhero. <laughs> I mean, I, I just I I don't get how he's come to that conclusion. Like, I, I, right, I get, I get... You see, I feel the... maybe he is a superhero to his kid. Yeah. Like, when he first came back and he had his kid at ringside, and then there was that one time where his kid got in the ring yeah, and took his top makes, off made and did sense. a dab. That's when it made sense. Yeah. He was a superhero then. To his kid. Yeah. No one else's. <laughs> well, no one else's kid. But like, I can see him, like... I can fit him into that superhero picture there. Mm-hmm. I can't here. <laughs> if you think of Goldberg's comeback over the last few years, um, he ruined Kevin Owens' Universal title run by squashing him at mm-hmm. the end. He had some good matches with Brock. He had a good match with Dolph. He nearly killed The Undertaker. He ruined Bray Wyatt's Universal title push. And he's had a meh match at WrestleMania, yeah. and now he's gone. But with Brock uh, Goldberg matches, I think that was mostly to do with Paul Heyman. Hmm. Yeah. And Brock. And Brock. Brock's because great. Brock. Brock goes out there and gives it. When, he? Well, when Brock, when he cares, when Brock can be asked, yeah. he'll do it. When you set up a good story for Brock. He'll, he'll go the mile. And we've seen that with Drew over yeah. the last few months. Yeah. Uh, when you just 
treat him like Goldberg, <laughs> he will just be Goldberg. <laughs> like we saw with Ricochet. Yes. <laughs> so... Uh, let's move on from Goldberg because I'm tired of talking about him. Uh, one last bit of news uh, before we get into Raw. Uh, AJ Styles' plans for him at the moment is just keep him off TV for a while, sell the fact that he was murdered. I mean, that's the right decision, I think. How do you think they're going to bring him back? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I really hope they don't just bring him back. Like, oh look, AJ's like, uh, back. AJ's back. They have to. I feel he should change in some way because he did get killed. Well, you eat your pot noodle, James. Nom nom nom. Well, um, I don't mind either way. I don't. I don't want to come back too early. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a bad decision. Uh, but I mean, you could play into the. I don't know. I don't know how you bring him back. And... You need someone more creative than me, I think. Oh, okay, I'll see if I can find anyone. <laughs> right, let's go on to Monday Night Raw then. We are building our way to Money in the Bank, uh, which will not take place in uh, Baltimore. I think it was supposed to take place on May 10th. Yeah, yeah, going um, to WrestleMania. But um, it's looking like it, it's going to take place, I imagine, maybe at the Performance Centre again. You know what? The... I, I don't know how they're going to do it. What are they going to do? Well, every week there seems to be a new story <laughs> that comes out saying, oh yeah, they'll be going to be taken off the air. They can't. And then, then Monday comes around, or Friday comes around, and the show's just on. So I don't know what they're doing, but... It seems maybe maybe like... they have more clips. Maybe they have more tapings than we realise. Maybe. And... But I mean, isn't the state of Florida on lockdown? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's kind of... What's going on? I, I mean, AEW have said they're going to eventually stop. They, they're just running their the tapes they've got. Mm-hmm. Surely the, it's going to get to a point where they're just it's going to be impossible. Well, you see, WWE are doing this weird thing where they're just not acknowledging anything that's happening in the world. Yeah. And just carrying on. Which I think is a good idea. Yeah. But... The feasibility of the whole thing mm. is going to get very complicated. It's very strange. <laughs> right, let's get on to Monday Night Raw then. Uh, we open up the uh, Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania with a match between Liv Morgan and Asuka. I actually really enjoyed this. Uh, obviously, Asuka picks up the win over Liv Morgan. Yeah. But Liv looking good, I thought, in this match. Probably her best match and most competitive match yet. I think there's two things that are happening with these like enclosed shows at the mm. moment one of them I really like the other I really don't like <laughs> okay uh, first point uh, is that it's forcing WWE to use like more be more creative in their in-house talent yeah I was talking about this the other day there's certain talents who if you compare where they are now to where they were before all this stuff happened their stock has massively risen. Asker is oh, one. Yeah. Asker is yeah. one of them. Uh, I say Tucker from Heavy Machinery is oh, yeah. definitely one of them. Ripping adds two singles matches in two weeks. Yeah, and he's he's doing fantastic in both. Um, the Artist Collective they have gone through the roof oh, as yeah. of lately. I, I 
I really like that team. Yeah, currently. they were like a nothing team, and now yeah. they're like the most dominant team on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, who else? Miz and Morrison. They were pretty good anyway, but they've yeah. proved that they are fantastic there. Definitely Bray has gone up in everyone's estimation. Yeah. Um, I just think there's a oh Street Profits. They have as well. Like people, the people are actually just being used. Yeah, and because. They have so much time to fill. We're getting these long matches. Like on a normal run at Raw, this Liv Morgan Asuka match, I mean, we'll go, what, two minutes? <laughs> but we're getting a long match. People will get me on to show what they can do. Yeah. Later on, we'll have a match that I feel went far too long, but we'll get to that then. But mm. yeah, um, what was the thing that you didn't like, sorry? Well, we will get on to that, but it, it is the... As much as I do like the... The more use of like lower superstars uh, getting getting showing their stuff, it it goes to a point where it is a bit too far, and they feel like filler matches. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and it's it it comes across as really lazy, mm. and you see that there's there's a bit of it on Raw, there's quite a bit of it on SmackDown. Yes, because I think. And I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but the only thing I can really like, pinpoint on SmackDown—I know if I thought a bit more, mm-hmm. bring the whole card because I've just watched it—but <laughs> <laughs> is Braun Shinsuke Bray Wyatt? That was the whole SmackDown for me. Well, there was other stuff in there. There but was I, other I stuff in there. Yeah. But, but that's just typical of a normal show. You have your opening segment, which establishes your main event. That's a typical WWE format. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But it feels like the mid card is very much elevated in yes. the bigger shows, whereas now they're kind of it's a bit floundery hmm. at the moment. I think it's also quite weird coming off the back of WrestleMania, where like. Edge wasn't on the show. No. Randy Orton wasn't on the show. AJ wasn't on the show. Undertaker wasn't on the show. John Cena wasn't on the show. Uh, who else? Who can, I, suppose, I suppose it does, doesn't help that these two shows should be big shows. I they, didn't feel like that. No. If we were to rank Raw after Manias, there's probably one of the worst. But under the circumstance, I thought the shows were as good as they possibly could be. Yeah. Uh, speaking of this match here, though, Asuka versus Liv. Uh, quick early prediction: I think Asuka will win Money in the Bank this year, the women's one. Really? Yeah, I think Vince McMahon finally gets it. I think he's finally understood Asuka yeah. and how good she is. I think well, there, there was like you can see the like the turn, mm-hmm. like of which she was. I, I know there was the unfortunate. <laughs> Kyrie Sane injury, yes, which forced them to put Asuka on yeah, singles yeah. action, but it's kind of just they've come to the realization. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> I think Vince has always kind of putting Asuka in these positions because everyone says that she's good. Yeah, but then I think when she's going crazy shouting Japanese, I think he's finally going, "God damn it, this is such good shit." Yeah. It also helps that. She's making noise, which yes. the show desperately need. Yeah, but like, if you look on the past few weeks, Asuka is everywhere on Raw. Yeah. She's competing one on one, she's competing in sandwiches, she's on commentary, she's managing, she's everywhere. Mm. 
like Asuka has been one of those people who has been massively elevated by these shows. Well, she was she was on Raw and SmackDown this week. Yeah, they're using her <laughs> all the time, all the time. So I think she's winning Money in the Bank uh, uh, this year. Right. Okay. Now here is something I had a huge problem with. I'm just going to quickly talk through it all, and then um, we'll discuss it then. Uh, we have a WrestleMania rematch. It's the Street Profits defending their tag titles against uh, Angel Garza and Austin Theory. Yeah. Uh, that match ends in disqualification. Out comes Bianca Belair. It's a uh, repeat of what happened at Mania. She announces that she goes here now. She's yeah. on the Raw roster, official NXT call-up. Uh, we get Bianca Belair versus Selena Vega. That also goes to a disqualification. We then get the Street Profits and Bianca Belair versus uh, Angel Garza, Austin Theory, and Zelina Vega, where the Street Profits finally pick up the win. This was basically the same match for what felt like five yeah, hours. Yeah, this went on too long. This just went on and on and on and on. And it was just a repeat of like, oh, that match has ended, but you know what? How about we have yeah. this match? And then right. they have that match. Goes, oh, that match has ended, but how about we have this match? It's like, like, this... this, this it's, once, once it re- reached a point where it was going, this is going on too long. Mm-hmm. This definitely clicked for me that this is filler. This oh, is yeah. just all filler because Raw is three hours. The thing is, if you have this on a normal show, the Bianca, Bianca Belair versus Lena Vega match would last about 30 seconds. Bianca yeah. Belair would get her normal uh, big moves in, yeah. pick up the win, here's your new Raw superstar type thing. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like that. I like all the guys. Good, in- good that Bianca's on Raw. Yeah, I like to see that. She works with the Street Profits fantastically. Yeah. Obviously, her and Montez Ford. Obviously, turned face now. <laughs> oh yeah, but wasn't she kind of face already? Kind of like a tweener type thing. Yeah, she was like, she started off as heel, and then she in NXT was like the fans loved her, <laughs> so it was, she was became this badass in between a type. Yeah, yeah. And now she's she's basically face, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, all the fans loved her apart from Sam Roberts. Why not? Don't you remember there was that NXT takeover pre-show where? Oh he was yes, like, yeah. Oh, she doesn't yeah. deserve. She doesn't deserve to be here. I don't understand. <laughs> but that's just Sam Roberts. Sam Roberts has become like mega heel on oh, the pre-shows. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> love it. You gotta love it. Right up next, we have Alistair Black versus new Raw superstar Apollo. Cruise. Yeah. Uh, we have the reason for why Apollo Cruz is there. Apparently, expiring uh, contracts, has some expiring draft picks. Who knew about that? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, it was kind of it's kind of not shown because of the stuff that's been going on in the world. Yeah. But this, they do this every year. The superstar shakeup. Well, I think it was supposed to be a superstar shakeup. They hadn't announced anything, no. but the rumours are that it was supposed to be next week. It's not happening now, no. obviously. But yeah, we I are... think they will delay that until the shows come back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But this match here went about 30 minutes, and it got mixed reviews, but I really quite liked it. Alistair Black looked good, but yeah. so did Apollo Crews. Apollo Crews has raised this new position. They seem to do this every now and again, where they With Apollo push Cruiser. Apollo Crews for like <laughs> two weeks and then forget about him. So we'll see if this remains the same. He's the... He, he's the... Uh, I don't know what... No, I'm not going to say that because it feels insulting. He's, um, he's very talented. He's a very talented guy. He's never had that 
click, yeah. you know? He's like the Uber jobber. <laughs> yeah. He's like the the jobber that I don't really want to say a jobber. He's not really a jobber because I mean he doesn't win. No, I mean he doesn't win, but when he does put on matches, he'll go for it. Oh yeah, they're really good. And um Alice obviously picks up the win here, if I haven't said that already. But yeah, it's um it's good that Alistair Black is still getting these wins, and yeah. I think I, I think they've because like weeks and like months ago, mm-hmm. it was revealed that uh, his two pet projects at the moment, for Paul Heyman, were uh, Drew McIntyre, I think, yeah. and uh, Alistair Black. Mm-hmm. Alistair Black being put on the back burner at that point. Yeah, because Drew had just won the Rumble, but he was still getting appearances. Yeah, so you could tell mm-hmm. that. They still wanted him on TV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe now he, he, with the WrestleMania match with Bobby Lashley, which was quite good. Yeah. Um, and this match, he's he's cons- consistently putting on good matches. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know where he fits in though, because I can't. He's not going to be going after Drew. I think uh, he. I wouldn't mind seeing him take that US title. I think he might be. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the US title. Um, that's a good idea. And also going against Seth. Yes, that would be good. Seth wasn't. Oh no, Seth wasn't the show. He had a yeah, really so good it's, segment. It's, it just really came out segment. and destroyed somebody. Yeah, uh, right. Our left. next match is uh, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. They are now a tag team, officially. And they are facing off against one of my favourite and underrated NXT tag teams, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Yes, yes. Fantastic this, tag team. This was an okay match, actually. Uh, I, it actually surprised me because I thought they were going to, oh, they're going to destroy mm, yeah. <laughs> this, this NXT tag team. And uh... I mean, Ricochet and Alexander pick up the win here, obviously. Uh, it's good to see them on the show. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not disappointed at this because as much as I do think they're two very good singles guys, if you're not going to push them as single guys, why not push them as a tag team? Yeah. They can be very entertaining together. Lots of flippy stuff. I mean, I, I'm in the same boat because I like I like Ricochet. Mm-hmm. I'm okay on Cedric Alexander. But Cedric Alexander wasn't getting ATE time for such a talented guy. Well, Cedric Alexander went from... Winning in the main event of <laughs> Raw in Madison Square Garden and then celebrating with Steve Austin to not being in t- on TV yeah. in like record speed. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It was bizarre. But it was like the biggest rank. drop of somebody I've ever seen. Yeah. It was so, so weird. But yeah, uh, new tag team. I like it. It's good stuff. Yeah. Right, now we move on to Seth Rollins versus a jobber by the name of Denzel Dejonetti. Apparently, he's from NXT. I've never heard of him. Um, This was very good. I like this a lot. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out, no theatrics at all, gets angry look on his face, gets in the ring, uh, bell rings, Seth just absolutely dominates him, yeah. uh, hits the old uh, curb stomp, and picks up the win. It's a bit of a show of, I'm still here, mate. It's just, yeah. It's just <laughs> like, look, I lost WrestleMania, yeah. but I'm still the best. Yeah. Surprisingly, no Kevin Owens this week. You had a video. Oh, you had a video, yeah. yeah I forgot about that. Quite a few, a few guys had video, little video packages. Yeah. 
Oh, you'll never guess who else is back. She's not like most girls. It's Nia Jax. Oh, yes. Yes. Good to see her. She's looking good. Yeah, uh, she's facing uh, Diona Prezaro from NXT. From NXT. Yes. Uh, she hits the Smoan Drop. She then hits the Rampage, which is a move she's borrowed off Paige. Yeah. And she picks up the win. Uh, Nia Jax is back, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's good to see some injection into the Raw Women's Division because it was kind of getting a bit stale speaking of the Raw Women's Division <laughs> I've just remembered another bit of news uh, Ronda Rousey has done an interview this week uh, where I personally think that it's a work but it might not be yeah have you seen the interview no she basically says she's not coming back because uh, the WWE fans are ungrateful uh, that's definitely a work yeah <laughs> it, like, it, it came out I think it was with Ryan Satin as yeah. well, who is under contract for WWE. Yeah. So it's like, it came out, and then everyone on Twitter went mental. So I'm like, this is, this is a work, isn't it? It's, it's always definitely a work because, like, going from we'll like, a whole the year of WrestleMania, uh, uh, a whole year of her career, mm-hmm. she was loving it. Oh yeah, she had a great time. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean I can see this indicating some kind of heel turn in the future because I mean she was get, she basically was that right at the end yeah and she was really good yeah so when when or if she does return she has that already established you know personality <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can try and find this clip. Where is it? Ah, here we go. Here we go. It's only 30 seconds. There is some bad language in it, though. The thing is, she's done this before. Oh, yeah. Like, like especially after turning heel on Becky Lynch mm-hmm. and g- that whole story. Right, listen to this. If it plays. Fucking hell. So we are eliminating all of our expenses and living this lifestyle. We... You know, we didn't need it. We didn't need the money. So it's just like, what am I doing it for if I am not being able to spend my time and my energy on my family, but instead spending my time on energy on a bunch of fucking ungrateful fans that don't even appreciate me? So I was like, man, it's just, like, it's just definitely a work. Like, I love performing. I love the girls. I love being out there. But, well, this interview um, isn't with Ryan Assassin. It looks like it's with Steve-O. Oh, it is with Steve-O. Yeah. It's, yeah, but Ryan Satin has r- reported on it, but who knows? Because I, I feel like she's been... I mean, she, she was in the USC for years. She knows that type of fan base. Mm-hmm. There's, like, no way she would just turn on going... Oh, these fans! Just a load of sh- grateful bastards. <laughs> it's it just to me, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So, which indicates it's a work. It just doesn't fit <laughs> with her. Like seeing her in past interviews, mm-hmm. and she's always said how much she enjoyed it. Yeah. Unless she was lying. And, like, yeah, she'd get a few boos and that, but that's because everyone was so in love with Becky at the time. Yes. And she did fantastic matches and whatever she, she did. She looked she... like she understood that. She understood that 
Becky was getting hugely over at the time. Yeah. She, she was playing on that. Yeah. And that's why she eventually did turn heel. And then that run-up to the WrestleMania main event when she was heel, she was fantastic. And the people yeah. were loving her work. And so I feel maybe this is a work, maybe not. Who knows? The rumours were that she was supposed to come back at WrestleMania. I think I, I think that was possibly the plan. I th- yeah, and then but, this whole shit hit the fan. Yeah. So they changed plans. So is she coming back? Is she not? I but don't know. I reckon there was loads, loads of plans that just... Oh, I mean, Edge and Randy Orton had... To Said they had to change their whole match mm-hmm. because because of what happened, and well, have you heard the news about that match? People are upset. Oh, why? Um, well, you know, there's the bit when they're in the gym, yeah, and Randy Orton puts Edge's head through something and like strangles him with it. Mm. Uh, that's the way Chris Benoit killed himself. He strangled himself using workout stuff. Yeah. And the Vice documentary on Chris Benoit came out a week before that match. And apparently, it's, a lot of fans are upset. And apparently, there's a few people backstage who are upset with that as well. I don't think that was intentional. I don't know. But that Chris Benoit documentary is really good. Yeah. But, I mean, if. I, f- I feel like that that just came about. Mm. They didn't like go, oh well, Chris Benoit killed himself this way. We'll put it into our match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, okay, let's move on. Oh, Humberto Carrillo is here. He's facing Brendan Vink. Uh, they had a match. Humberto Carrillo won. I didn't like this. <laughs> it, this is going nowhere. <laughs> no, but Humberto Carrillo got the biggest pop of his career from the crowd. From Michael Cole. Yes. <laughs> it's Carrillo time. No, um, I. You know how much I hate this type of thing. Mm-hmm. But this was wasn't even going anywhere. And also it was like the third squash match yeah. in a row. This was just like, oh look, Humberto's still here. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you're just filling time. Like, <laughs> Smackdown, I think, blew Raw out of the water this week, especially mm. with also what they're planning up for like next week. We're going to have Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan next yeah. week. And all that kind of stuff. Right, uh, main event time. The main event of Monday Night Raw is actually the main event of WrestleMania. Yes. But not the one that you got to see. Because when WrestleMania went off the air, Drew McIntyre, he's in the ring doing an interview talking about how he's just won the WWE Championship. He's had his side plates changed. He's all having a fantastic time. Then, well, it's the big show. Out comes the big show. Good to see the big show. And he's like, hey, Drew, my show, the big show show, is available on Netflix. Oh, Um, yes, this is a promotion. (laughs) So anyway... You got um, very worried. I did. He said... You're, you did great, but uh, I, I, I want to fight you now. And Drew's like, well, I just, I just beat Brock Lesnar. I just, I just have to fight with Brock Lesnar. I'm not going to fight you now. Uh, so Big Show slapped him in the face, and Drew says, okay, I'll fight you then. Um, they, it's a big old back and forth with Big Show basically dominating most of the match. As they choke slam, Drew kicks out. Eventually, Drew McIntyre does hit a Claymore kick and retains the championship. I was worried. <laughs> I thought Big Show was going to win the title, and then when the crowds come back, they were going to have McIntyre get the title back. You know, you know what? if that had happened, I wouldn't have minded. If that was the plan, I'm waiting till the crowds come back so 
McIntyre can get his his actual mm-hmm. crowd reaction. Yeah, but I I wouldn't have minded that. I mean, um, this the same way as I I was glad it didn't happen either. <laughs> um, just a quick question: Does this mean that the main event of WrestleMania this year was actually no. Troop versus? <laughs> No? No. Okay. Right, that is Money That Raw. Let's move on to Friday Night Smackdown. And we kick off Smackdown with the new Universal Champion, Braun Strowman. He beat the superhero at WrestleMania <laughs> to gain A this monster title. killed the superhero, obviously destroying the reputation mm-hmm. of Goldberg more than that interview came out. Yes. <laughs> um, so... Um, he talks about winning the title. He's interrupted by Shinsuke Nakamura, who reminds Braun that last time they were in the ring together, Sami Zayn beat him for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. Um, Shinsuke challenges him to a match tonight. Braun accepts. Out comes Cesaro, who sneak attacks Braun. Uh, he gets hit in the head by a big kick from Nakamura. The two of them run away. Uh, Nakamura and Cesaro run away. This sets up your main event for later yeah. on tonight. What do you think of this? Oh, it was fine because Braun Strowman obviously needs the promo to go. Yes, I got got this title, and, and anyone that wants to come after me will get these hands and blah blah blah. Um, but yeah, it was fine. Mm. Uh, I'm it was standard stuff really. We get another WrestleMania rematch here. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross take on the Kabuki Warriors. Uh, tag titles on the line. Uh, Kabuki Warriors kind of dominate in most of the match. Oh, yeah. But uh, Bliss and Cross do come back to pick up the victory. And Asuka I... on commentary briefly again. Yes. <laughs> I thought this match was like just as good as their Mania match. Yeah, it was yeah. just... It was fine. It was a rematch. Yeah. So it was just... Li- the, the the aim of this was to just say, well, it wasn't a fluke. Mm. Um, and it kind of closes the door on the Kabuki Warriors yeah. in the tag division. And, I think. and right, rightfully so, I think. I don't know if we'll see much more from them as a team. <laughs> um, and later on, there is a backstage segment uh, with the new team of <laughs> Carmella and Dana Brooke. Yes, your new favourite team, yes. Yes, yes the best team. I didn't like this segment because uh, <laughs> when, when, when you're fighting for a title, you should come out and go, I'm going to beat you for that title because yeah. I'm the best. And they went, hi guys, please can we have an opportunity? Yeah. You won't you won't regret it if you give us a chance. And then Nikki Cross and uh, Alexa Bliss were kind of like, oh, I don't know. And then uh, uh, Nikki Cross eventually accepts it. But if they had just gone, no. I got the feeling that like, Brooke and Carmella would have gone, Okay then, maybe but, next yeah. time. It's like I'll just go to the back of the queue, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. It's like that was a bit shit. But yeah. I'm, <laughs> you know, if Dana Brooke wins a title, I'm happy. Maybe she'll get a t-shirt next. Well, she doesn't have a t-shirt. No, not yet. Will you? Have you got your finger ready on the button? Absolutely. As, as, as soon, soon as it comes out, I'll buy all of them. Uh, right, we get Tucker versus <laughs> Dolph Ziggler uh, here. Um, he, so it's, it's very much looking like Sonya Deville's with Dolph Ziggler now. Yeah, well, Dolph and Sonya are saying that the evidence that the hacker showed uh, last week yeah. is actually fake news, and uh, they're oh, out wow. to prove very that they were. Very convincing statement there. They were um, <laughs> forgery. 
Um, Tucker shows some lovely photos of Otis and Mandy Rose working out together. Then the match itself uh, happens. Uh, Tucker kind of dominates a lot of the match. There's a bit outside the ring where Ziggler gets a bit of control, but as soon as I go back into the ring, Tucker's in control again. Uh, but in the end, uh, Ziggler dodges a uh, corner, like dive. He hits Tucker with the super kick, and Ziggler picks up the win. We are told that next week, though, Mandy and Sonya will have a face-to-face to air their grievances. Yeah, you know what? You know what? WWE have done really well with their machinery. Oh yeah, it's it, like, especially coming out of NXT, I, I was a bit worried. I thought these are just going to be put on mm-hmm. on the back burner. I think the next time they get an opportunity for those tag titles, they're winning them. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I was happy with this. Happy with the match. Took <laughs> Chuck it is okay. uh, get, getting uh, a bit of a bit of solo action. Is, two nine two weeks in a row. <laughs> is Dolph Ziggler still affiliated with Bobby Roode? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we haven't seen him for months. I guess. Where's Bobby Roode gone? He's not Bobby Roode anymore. It's Robert Roode. Robert Roode, sorry. That's how long you haven't seen him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, up next, it's the dirt sheet. Miz and Morrison. Miz is actually back. Uh... They list off all the good news coming out of WrestleMania. Good news, the superhero is gone. Good news, AJ Styles is dead. Good news, uh, John Morrison retained the tag titles. Lots of good news. They then go on to sing their song, Hey Hey, which is great. Well, the Usos (laughs) cut them off. Um, And the New Day cut them off. Uh, Big E then pitches the idea which will happen next week. We have another triple threat match, singles match for the tag titles. But it's everyone... Who didn't compete? So it is uh, Big Miz, e. Biggie, and Jey Uso next week for the tag titles. I'm feeling it. Are you? Yeah. Feel it in your fingers. Yeah. Feel it in your bones. Oh yes. Oh, nice. So it's the same match, but the other guys. But the other guys. Is it a ladder match? Or do you... I hope so. <laughs> I don't think it's a ladder match. Oh. But I don't know. But yeah, that that's next week. A lot of good stuff next week. Um, I suppose. There felt like a lot of editing in that ladder match, so I suppose a bit too much work, possibly. But yes, do have, a ladder match. Yeah, they have them live all the time. You yeah. still don't. Who cares? But you know, <laughs> I wouldn't mind trouble threat with those guys. It'll be good. Um, we get the SmackDown NXT call up next. It's the Forgotten Sons taking mm. on the Lucha House Party. Uh, obviously, the Forgotten Sons win. I'm not a huge fan of the no. Forgotten Sons. No, I've never been. Like, in, like even in XT, I was I. There was moments where I thought oh, these could be so much better, but I. Even when they were in big matches, they didn't feel big. But the thing is, like they never really were. They were always very much the NXT backburner team. Yeah. Did they ever have a takeover match? Yeah. Did they? Uh, not as a team. <laughs> Separately, <laughs> but like they were never. Oh yes, they did have a takeover match. I think this was triple threat, though. Oh, was it? Yeah. Mm. But they've never been put in that position of fantastic tag teams of NXT, and they the name forgotten. Is, this uh... this feels like. <laughs> I mean, I I don't really want to say this because you know things may change, but it, this really does feel like 
NXT dumping its shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. They, they look good. Like the big one. I like him. Is that Riker? Riker. Yeah, he looks nice. Uh, but yeah, uh, see, I'm I'm not I'm not. I mean, they, they, I'm not too sold on their gimmick. What is their gimmick? Uh, American bikers. Oh, I love that! Oh, I love that! Yeah, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, up next was something I really liked. It's uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks. Now I haven't been too hot on these two as of late. But this week, for me, was the first time that these two together really worked mm. as like this best friend duo. I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, they talk about how Bailey picked up the win at WrestleMania uh, with the help from Sasha Banks. Uh, she says that everyone else is ignorant sheep who will never understand their friendship. Out comes Tamina. Oh, yes. With the theme song that is slowly becoming one of my favourites. Oh, why? I love it. I love it. Um, she demands a title match as she wasn't actually beaten by one person at WrestleMania. They had to team up to do it. Uh, Bailey says, You can have a title match if you can beat Sasha Banks next week. And um, Tamina says, Your friend just screwed you. And she left, yeah. and Sasha Banks doesn't look too happy. They're very much continuing this. This is the biggest push Tamina's ever got. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tamina's looking good, so you might as well. Yeah. So. No crowd really helps Tamina. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this was really good. This was really, really good. Yeah, they're they're continuing the storyline between Sasha Banks and Bailey, are they? Are they still, uh, you know, best of buds? Obviously, they already have. Well, quite obviously, yes. But uh, but there is a little bit of inkling, like every week. Like, it's not blown off of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. He survived WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. But there is still cracks. Yes. Bailey pushing Sasha into the f- line of fire there. Yes. So. But I think Bailey has had a really good week. Yeah. I think she's been on fire as of late. She's really looking good right now. Um, right, up next is the Celtic warrior, Seamus, uh, who is taking on Cal Bloom. Obviously, Seamus kills him. Uh, I, You know, it's another squash mash, but... I like Seamus. I think he's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> but that was only because of Seamus. I like Seamus. The, the match wasn't anything special. No. <laughs> okay, main event. Actually, before we go to the main event, there is a uh, video package uh, highlighting moments of Jeff Hardy's uh, career. Yeah. Uh, apparently, this is going to be multiple parts over the next few weeks. This part looks at... Uh, his backyard wrestling career and also when he came into the company uh, alongside uh, Matthew James Cuthbert Hardy oh, the, the, the one we cannot mention well they mentioned him quite a bit they think? mentioned him via Hardy Boys they yeah. don't actually name him but he's there <laughs> and uh, they look at Jeff's intercontinental title reign as well yeah. so it looks yeah. like Jeff's in for uh, Pushington well, I hope so. I mean, I haven't seen him for weeks. Well, the, the, rumor, the rumor was that Jeff Hardy was nearly going to be the superhero at WrestleMania. Oh, yes, there was. I would have loved that. Absolutely loved it. <laughs> the superhero gets squashed by this small man. <laughs> I mean, I, I reckon <laughs> they must have... Because the, the, the rumors came out like... Like two days before WrestleMania, mm-hmm. like oh Jeff Hardy's 
he's going to do it. Yeah. And then <laughs> I think they had a bit of a, a last minute change, just like, it's a bit ridiculous. <laughs> nah, <it's not. laughs> when I first started watching wrestling. Yeah, but it's like, it's not ridiculous to us. No. Because. Like Jack Hardy in it. Well, the superhero probably went no, but, not, but, not doing that. But brother. to WWE, it would be unprecedented for them to go. Yes, Jeff Hardy will destroy Goldberg. <laughs> when I first started watching wrestling, Jeff Hardy was my first ever favorite wrestler. So I have Wonderful. a big affiliation for big affiliation. Uh, you know him personally. Oh yeah. <laughs> right, main event time. It's Braun versus Shinsuke Nakamura. What you would expect. Uh, pretty good stuff. Didn't last too long. No. Uh, Strowman picking up the win. But it was setting up the promo between Braun Strowman and Bray. Yeah, so after the match, we get, We're really glad that you're Yay! a friend. This is a friendship that'll never, ever end. You see, you see that, that, that Bray Wyatt's put John Cena. Yeah, yeah. He's history now. He said, "I got to rewrite, rewrite a little bit of history," yeah, and he yeah. did that little hey. funny visual gag there. But now he's going after uh, some more history. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know what? I think the storyline for this is actually really good because you got the history between Braun and Bray, yeah. which is really good about how Braun kind of just abandoned him. You've got Bray also saying that title kind of belongs to me, so yeah. I would quite like it back. Uh, and then there's an the added extra bit now of Braun kind of just not being afraid, and he's um, not afraid of anything. Is no, he? he's not. Uh, and also, he knows Bray Wyatt. Yeah. He knows his antics, so it's just kind of like he's projecting that back on him. Mm. Yeah, he says that like out of, gonna... uh, like out of everyone that have gone. Yeah, I'm not scared of your antics, Bray. Braun's the one I believe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Braun just says, you're going to get these hands. Yeah. Bye! <laughs> yeah, Braun looking very good on this as well. Oh, absolutely. Now, the thing is, I don't think The Fiend should be anywhere near that title picture because it all ended badly last time. But... I really like this story. Yeah. So I'm in two minds about it. Like I want to see more of this. I want to see more of them going for the history of Braun and Bray. Yeah. And the Fiend trying to get back his title. But also, I don't think the Fiend should have the title. So I don't know where they're going to go. The thing is, I think they, they've kind of... By continuing these shows, they've pushed themselves into a corner where the only real top guys they have... Are the ones that are going after each other now. Mm. Uh, because Rome Reigns not coming Roman's back. Rome has gone. I'm going to have a look at the... I'm going to bring out the Smackdown roster. Let's have a look who is... I mean, you could put Sheamus in there, but you need a bit of... You need something. Sheamus versus Braun be fantastic. Yeah. But, like, Sheamus has been doing a lot of doing nothing at the moment. Yeah. Right, let's have a look at uh, Smackdown roster here. Uh, Big E... Bo Dallas, Braun, Cesaro, Brian. Uh, Brian's not. He's just not, is he? No. I, 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 there, there was like articles on the on the dirt shirt, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that Brian was going to take a break. So I think Brian's gone for a while. Well, he's got a match with Cesaro next week, so we'll yeah. see from there. Uh, Dolph, Drake Maverick, Drew Gulak, Elias, Epico, uh, Bray, Grand Matter League, Heath Slater, Jackson Riker, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> The Usos, Morrison, Callisto, Corbin, Kofi, uh, Lindsay, Miz, Mojo, Ali, Otis, 
Apparently, Rob Gronkowski, uh, Robert mm-hmm. Rude, <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, Seamus, Shinsuke, Shorty G, uh, Steve Cutter, Tucker, Wesley Blake, and Xavier Woods. So, yeah, you really have not got many main eventers there, have you? You've And, and the ones you do have, you've lost. Yeah, like, the main eventers are Braun, Brian, Bray... The Miz? The Miz could... Well, Miz is tag, isn't he? Well, I, I know, but... Uh, he's currently occupied with there at the moment which is what I'm saying Jeff Hardy could be main event I believe uh, Corbin you could put him in the main event uh, Kofi you could put him there if you would, wanted would you, would you prefer a Baron Corbin no Braun Str- <laughs> I think Seamus is main event I think you know what if you really want to push the artist collective have Cesaro go after Braun because Cesaro yeah. is the best well I mean Cesaro tried to jump Braun he could have done it. So, I mean, they could still go down that route. Um, but it is looking like they're, they're fixated on the Bray Braun route at the moment. Which I, I feel is perfectly sensible. Yeah. Uh, right, so there you go. That's the end of SmackDown there. Uh, James, which was better this week? Raw or SmackDown? SmackDown. SmackDown uh, much benefited it. From but benefited it <laughs> from the uh, the fact that it was two hours. Uh, much of Raw felt like filler. Oh yeah. Uh, and who was the wrestler of the week? Taken into con- taken into consideration, uh, Raw, SmackDown, and the show of shows WrestleMania. Ooh, or including WrestleMania in there. Yeah. I have not considered WrestleMania. Which may change. I mean, you've got to give it to Drew then. Oh, I wouldn't. We're not. Why not? I'd give it to Bray. I had the Firefly. You see, you've thrown me out here. Mm. I had, I had one for the first time in a number of weeks. I was fixated on someone. Oh, who was it? It was going to be Askin. Oh, yes, did very well. (laughs) (laughs) So. If if we're just counting Raw and SmackDown, it's, it would be Asuka. It's the Asuka curse, though, isn't it? Wasn't it yeah. Asuka for when we first started this? Asuka was going to be Wrestle of the Week yeah. for weeks and weeks and weeks, but never actually got it. Yeah. Um, I would say Bray, but obviously it's up to you. Are we counting WrestleMania? Yes. Well, then it would be Bray. Well, there you go. The Fiend is the Wrestler of the Week. So yeah. there we go. That is the IWO podcast. It's been a fun one. I'm, I'm yeah. enjoying wrestling again, which is good. WrestleMania put us in a good place. I think the build. I mean, as long as, long as Raw isn't like that every week. Yeah, I think the builds. The thing was that Raw was recorded three weeks ago. Yeah. Whereas this SmackDown was recorded a few days ago, so yeah. I think that's the difference you can see there. Whereas the SmackDown was building to something new, whereas Raw was very much. Well, let's just see what we can do here. But I mean, like at this point now, no one knows anything. Mm. Like Raw, like. WWE could just go off the air yes. at any point. Yeah, we don't know how many tapings. I they don't think are. they have any right now. I, you know, what I think, I think they're doing it under closed doors. Well, yeah. obviously, mm. but uh, they're they're actually just doing them. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so there we go. Join us next week, where hopefully we'll have some wrestling to talk about. Yes. Uh, until next time, though, stay safe. Uh, remember you're a womble and goodbye.